Oh, hello. You lost your shit. Every, every fucking time. It's so stupid. It's a fucking video phone. Why would you be turning away when you're making a call? Or receiving a call? Why would you answer the phone with it behind your back? It's, it's, it's Kirk likes to be dramatic. No, no. Everywhere. Every video phone I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> Remember Total Recall? I had yeah, this issue? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying. It's, just... it's so dumb. <laughs> Why are we doing it? I, I don't know. Welcome to Movie Issues. You're entering the argument at hand. I am mm. Leland here with Spooky. What up, truckers? Um, we're discussing the usage of all video phones or Throughout view, cinema. view comms or the person that is receiving said video phone call always seems to Or return. making it. It's, I guess. But it's I mean, whenever the screen turns on. It, it, they always seem to have their back to her. They're yeah. kind of like, oh, hello. I didn't see like, you come in. Oh, I just got out of the shower. Excuse me. <laughs> Picard, don't do that. Good. Because I respect him the most out of all those Star Trek captains. Well, as you should. Yeah. You, Grandpa Stewart, man. <laughs> Grandpa Stewart. because I wanted to be my grandfather. <laughs> That'd be... I don't know. He was too uptight. No, he's gotten real loosey-goosey in the last couple of decades. No, no, but... All right, so you're talking about... Patrick yeah, Stewart. Patrick, okay, yeah, Patrick yeah, Stewart. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought we were talking about Picard. No. Yeah, I don't want Picard as my grandfather. No, God, no. Yeah. He is. He's uptight. <laughs> but, Patrick Stewart, yeah. But no, like, high as balls, Patrick Stewart and uh, Uncle um, Uncle Magneto, like, I would totally be in for that. Oh, yeah, family. yeah. If they were like a, like your gay uncles. Oh, my God. <laughs> Best gay uncles ever. Are we going to Uncle Patrick and Uncle Ian's for Christmas? Oh man, I don't care where the rest of the family's going. I'm going there. <laughs> they can ship my presents to to, to Casa Casa, Casa the the Stewart. Ian, Ian Stewart. <laughs> no, Stian. It's the X Mansion. <laughs> X Mansion. <laughs> well, we're back. Uh, it's movie issue time. You know uh, where we watch movies that we like or hate and talk about them. It's uh, simple. It's you know I'm not, why sugarcoat it. Uh, speaking of things that uh, they've been kind of weird, um, who saw the Tron Three coming? Um, it, no, it because... really was out of left field. I you know what I do remember uh, just a brief little note in the internet. That there was talks of it. And there was always talks yeah. of a lot of things. Yeah, and yeah. So, but, but to I, I come to out side. on Monday and be like, oh, by the way, it starts filming in October. Here's our cast. You're just like, yeah. oh, oh, so who you been yeah. talking to? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what's the what's the movie that like filmed behind our back recently? Fantastic Four. No, we knew about that for a long time. There's a movie that just all of a sudden... Oh, Poltergeist. Poltergeist, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like one week you sure. hear it. Hey, we're thinking of making a movie. The next thing you look, so here's a Here trailer. Oh, yeah. so you made it. So they <laughs> apparently Hollywood can make a movie without talking about it yeah. every week since conception. I guess. I, I, I'm... I'm one of the few people I like Tron Legacy. I'm not. I'm going to say it has issues. I'm not. I'm not blind to the problems. Yeah, but I really want to live in a dark place with a glowy suit. So I kind of forgave a lot of crap. It uh, had that weird music all the time. Yeah. Like that was fun. Like my my Tron opinions is that the first one is incredibly dated, and to me. Not as great as everyone makes it. It's great sound. in the sense of special effects. Oh, and I totally, no no, that's yeah, all I'm gonna. Get I respect it. the shit out of it, but like Master Computer and all that shit. Like I'm just, 
I don't find it to be as endearing as other things of the era. I find that the master PCU is better as Moses on South Park. Yeah. Um, What? (laughs) What? Anyway, sorry. (laughs) Um, So when I see, when I saw the, the, the Tron 2, I'm like... All right, well, this is kind of kind of cool. I feel they missed the mark on what they could have done, mm-hmm. but still neat, looks great. Yeah, so, I, I do want more adventures in that franchise, yeah. in that world. I, I just my issues with part two is like, so how did she become human? Like, the, were the ISOs like like? Well, there's some kind of I understand, but weird. like when she grows out of growth, see, I don't even know the terminology because they don't have terminology. Forms? When she comes out of the system, yeah, and becomes a person, like when did she go to the bathroom inside the Tron world? When she has to go pee for the first time, be is weird. it right? It's like be weird. when she starts having womanly issues, like is that going to be something she has to ha- like? Or they have the what? internet, so maybe she's fully aware of that. And 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 when her and Flynn fuck for the first time, because you know what's happening. Fucking just blows her mind. I just, I just, I, I think gives her the Tron. You, like you don't know, like <sighs> no, yeah, it, becoming it's, humans got to be a it's, weird it's super, vibe, it's man. Super weird and <laughs> is she uh, a messiah? Because uh, no, that's kind of ha- oh, he's the messiah. Yeah, he is. But he's okay. he's the Moses. He takes them out of Egypt. All right, Egypt being the computer. No, probably. See, and I don't like all the religious undertones with it. Can't it just be a fun little computer world and it's go in there. What it, it's, it's what it should be, but I don't know. If, as long as you don't kind of beat over the head, you can make, you know, similarities with you know biblical tales. And I like guess. That. No, that's fine. Like yeah. I always felt, at least um, the, the the first Narnia book, the the um, the Witch in the Wardrobe, wasn't. Super heavy-handed mm-hmm. with the, with the allegory. I do feel kind of builds, you know, as as it goes along for a little bit, and then it just kind of really. Goes I, I know we've had this off yeah. discussion off mic before, but I still never see the allegory. Yeah, to to me, it's not as apparent as like everyone makes you think. I, I also don't see the one with Superman either, because in that, my mind, that one I feel people are really stretching. I'm just like he's a lion. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's not Jesus. <laughs> He's an alien. Still not Jesus. That's how my yeah. my mind like catalogs it though. I'm not denying there is similarities, sure. but but there's a lot of similarities in life that are a lot of things. There's similarities between me and Jesus. Yes. Ten fingers, two eyes. I mean, how broad are we gonna paint this fucking picture? Maybe not a prophet. <laughs> Maybe not, but I'm still young. Yes. Yeah, I just but, we, didn't, yeah. we didn't catch up with Jesus till he was like 33 or something. I got a couple years to get prophetic. <laughs> You're Jesus here. But yeah, like, oh, Jesus here. Yeah. I want that to be my birthday theme. When I hit 33 or 34, whichever one is good. 33. 33. Jesus party. We all show up in sandals and robes. Oh, I'm going to really go all We off we this. all we all have one dinner at a at a table and sit on one side. That's going to be awkward for conversation. <laughs> Um, how offensive you can, can, you can my only invite 12 be? people. <laughs> I, I want to be Judas. Okay. <laughs> you carry around just 22 silver around with him. Jingle, jingle. 30. 30 is it 30? 30 pieces of silver. Right. I'm not a religious person. Why do I know more about this? So I'm, I'm not a religious person. You, says the person with a cross tattooed on their back. <laughs> Completely different. Okay. Jesus ain't on that cross. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> There's room, there's always room for the Lord, but he's not on my back right now. Anyway, 
Well, that took a left turn. So the Tron <laughs> three. I'm in. They got they they signed back on uh, uh, Olivia Wilde Olivia and Wilde. Garrett Hedlund, and who I both think are both beautiful people, and I would love to see their love child um, in the Tron world. Yeah. And um, I'm in. More black suits that glow colors yeah. in the dark world, and, and with. Uh, uh, who were the people that did the music? Daft Punk. Daft Punk uh, g- yeah. Give me it all again. Yeah. I'm fine. Maybe a I would, plot I would that makes sense. Different director and different writers. Oh, God. I would yes, like someone please. new to take a shot at it. Yeah, and honestly, yeah. if you don't br- introduce the internet somehow, then you're not taking this seriously. Yeah. Because I feel like if you do anything with computers set in contemporary time and don't include the internet, then you might as well just be shooting yourself in the foot because no one's going to buy it. No, Before they, we were in an arcade. Yeah, yeah. I, I can kind of get that. They introduced in Tron Legacy the son yeah. of the original bad guy played by Cillian Murphy. So maybe he'll come back and be the bad guy in the third one. And that cartoon is solid. Yeah, so I enjoy. Yeah, so if, I'm, if they I'm, take a lot from there, I think they they. I, I, I just, I, yeah, I, Tron. Need, I, I, I want more Tron, but I want good Tron. Is what I'm saying. Sure. Uh, the Deadpool pictures are actually kind of enjoyable. I'm re- I'm, I'm impressed. Well, I mean, he I'm... showed us the costume. It's not like no, yeah, but we yeah. saw the costume, and, and that's one thing. One thing I, I found surprising we posted today was. Um, I guess like the first picture of him in the good picture of him in the costume, mm-hmm. and I see that there are no yeah uh, yeah they're going to CG the eyes yeah. to do the funky so he can be more he can be expressive in the eyes yeah which we'll see how it works it, yeah like, I, I said before you, you know it's true it could work or it could go really weird I think once you adjust to it within the first fifteen minutes everyone will be in and I think it's going to depend on how big the eyes get yeah like I hope how that, weird I hope they're not like. Spider-Man 90s where they're no. like all the head you're what like it, this is a little much what it should only do is be pretty much the size of normal eyes and just be able to move and express things that wouldn't happen in a mask but because it's Deadpool you can let these weird things go yeah he gets a lot of uh, lead way on stuff but I yeah. think the suit looks cool um, it I does mean, look good it does yeah, look good sure I mean We're, we even see a poor picture, but him outside of the costume. Yeah, his face all fucked yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, I'm in. Now that they're making it, I can jump on board. It was all that the hearsay up front. Now Are they going to make it? Things. Yeah, like all the bullshit. Okay, well, now that you're making yeah. it. So you can't, that's you can't really judge on speculation. No, no, not at all. Now we have things we can see. We're like, okay, now we can say that's a good costume, that's a bad costume. Yeah. That's good idea, bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Animaniacs. Good idea, bad idea. <laughs> Uh, so this, um, no post credit scene in the Avengers this year, apparently. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Do we need to? No, but it's so... We're getting, we're getting a mid Yeah, Yeah, we're gonna, scene. and apparently it's supposed to be longer than most have been. Mm-hmm. So they're setting something, which is fine. Yeah. I, I, it's fine. I just, like, I don't know, well, I'm so used to it now that I'm like, well, you know this, I don't want it to end. No, you're spoiled. Just we used to have only one, remember? Yeah, I'm, I'm rewatching them all right now. I know. Now, <laughs> now we got up to two at some point. I'm not even sure when that. Happened. I guess Last Avengers, maybe, because we got two in Last Event in the Last Avengers. Movie. Yeah, I guess the Last Avengers started that. And like now, everyone's like, "Oh, you can't take that bonus away from me. I deserve it." Oh, I'm not it. saying don't take it away, and I'm yeah. not saying I deserve it. I'm just saying I'm used to it. Yeah. But here's the thing. If the if the thing before the post credit scene, the the mid credit scene, if, if that thing is so fucking awesome, 
yeah. You don't, I don't even, give it don't a shit. It don't matter. Yeah. Look, bottom line, I'm not leaving the theater anyway. Because <laughs> I like to let everyone get out before I move. Yeah. So. <laughs> that and I know that my erection will be far too oh, big. Oh, yeah, you won't be able to Yeah, watch, I'll right? have to wait because... No, you'll walk lopsided. I, I can't wait to see this movie. Like, that that final trailer they just released uh, this week was pretty sweet. It was fine, except uh, stop showing the trailers. <laughs> oh, your problem! Stop giving me free shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've got money. Let me pay yeah. for the movie. Uh, I will say, I, I, there's one thing that Scarlett Johansson does. I don't know if it's a character choice or her and Joss Whedon have worked it out. She does that weird stare where there's no emotion in her face and she'll like tilt her head to the sideways like my dog does and then she'll like attack or something. I know it's it's her I'm studying you face. It looks like she has gas a lot of times and I'm not quite sure if I'm adjusting to that particular acting choice thus far. Well, I would try and disassociate it from uh, her having gas. Yeah. That's never going to work. Um, no, I know exactly the face you're talking about, though. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it feels like it's a, it's an odd character choice for her. I feel it's either... Like, to me, I remember it more when she's looking at somebody who just did something she finds to be dumb. Like, that's her judgmental face. Okay. You know the scene where she pulls out her light, lightsabers in the trailer and she's, like, staring someone down with an odd look on her face? Yeah, she's like, like, bring it. I guess. I guess her bring it face also looks like her I got a I got a I got her I gotta, bring it face and her I got a fart face. Yeah. <laughs> Both very similar. It's <laughs> just like oh, all right, it's cool. I, I still have no issues. I mean, it's weird that they added those two ladies to the cast list this 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 week. The um, I, Ju, Juliet Duplie. I can't say her name. I'm it's the blonde chick from those. Last train in Paris, sun before sunrise, whatever fucking movie. Damn Paul Anderson fucking flicks. No, it's not Paul Anderson. Uh, it's um, you think I don't fucking care. The other one. I don't like that guy. Um, Ethan Hawke with the boring. I I don't like them. I know people who love those three. Tr- that trilogy of the before sunset, after sunset, um, whatever. I could care two shits. But uh, they added her, and then Linda Cardellini apparently has been added to the cast as well. But, of course, no one knows this. Why? You know, the secret thing. You know, there's rumors going around that maybe that's the the Enchantress or that's the... You know, I'm like, I don't think those two ladies are big enough to be Captain Marvel. So, you know, they could be anything. Uh, it's just funny the last couple of days that things have been... Yeah. I, uh... And then the big one today was that Spider-Man is in this movie, but that's the big... Shush, shush, shush. It was like okay. I, I, it seems so it seems much. weird that he would be in this movie. It also seems weird there'd be another couple things in this movie. How about we just let this movie stand on its own? <laughs> There's so much. Yeah. There's so much. You have to assume. Okay. Well, clearly we can't have all of this. Yeah. There has to be things that are just purely rumors Rumor. that have gone out of control. And, and I would and, assume all of it. But I I don't know like. We've been fooled before. I guess my point is Latina Review hasn't been discussing any of these things, so therefore, I don't believe it. Yeah, now, the Review... one thing he did discuss, though, I do buy 100%. What's that? Well, I don't want to spoil it for anybody who doesn't want to, you know. Bottom line, we may be losing an Avenger in this. Because that actor has not signed on multiple picture deals mm. where others have. So that's led the internet to kind of believe that yeah. one actor will sacrifice himself for the greater good. One, you know, the 
the needs of the mini will outweigh <laughs> yeah. the needs of the one or apparently some bullshit. <laughs> um, I don't know. A Latina Review did kind of flop that uh, Star Trek rumor. Which one was that? That they were, they were going to do a series. That like the the, the um, Paramount was moving forward in developing a series. Yeah, they're gonna do it after the movie. Uh, I heard that that was all just old things uh, getting stirred up by the internet. Uh, multiple sources then were mm. stirred up. Uh, why, why why you gotta break my heart like that? I, I, I thought it was. You know what? It's I thought it was weird. Day. Why are you breaking my heart? That's right. <laughs> At this point in time, I'm not talking to you at all for the oh, weekend. Oh, no, no, we're not going to talk at all this weekend. <laughs> we are going to just binge independently. I got to work and daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of the needs and the many and the few, we went back to our golden staple, my favorite, Star Trek. And I gave you an option, as I do. Yes. Uh, I said, you're this, this, this time's the options was, do you want to watch The Search for Spock? Or part six, The Final Frontier. And you said, well, because of sad passing of Litter Nimoy, we felt mm-hmm. we'll do her justice and we will go search for Spock. And I said, I will agree. Uh, it's been at least a few months since I've sat through the search of Spock, so I'll watch it sure. delightfully again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Between the Star Trek pictures and the Marvel movies, those are on heavy rotation in my homes. <laughs> Oh, it's been a couple weeks. We should watch Guardians oh, again. I got a niche. <laughs> but, so, this was your first time viewing The Search, Search for, for Spock. Spock. Yeah. Because uh, as the, you know, long-time listeners will know, you're not the biggest Star Trek fan. You're more of a Wars fan. Yeah. Um, and I love both equally, leaning more towards Trek these last few years. Uh, not for any specific reason, only because I got more to watch. Mm, really yeah. comes down to content. I have more to watch versus six movies, and I have this. True. I have, I mean, you know, yeah, you five can, TV shows, yeah. and, you know, multiple things. You can, you can things. clearly live in the Star Trek world a lot more than you can Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, you Star Wars is only going to last you a week, and then next week you start back at the beginning. Uh, uh, an evening if you only watch three. I'm counting, like, the Clone Wars cartoons and stuff like that. Like, the good you could, stuff. You could tear through everything Star Wars in a week, mm-hmm. as to Star Trek could take you a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, and, and, and we wanted to talk about a little bit. The, the the movie's kind of weird in a sense that, you know, we usually like to discuss three things that happen in the movie. You know, something at least in the first, second, third act. Yeah. Kind of break it down that way. Unfortunately, this is kind of a weird flick. That the first act is only kind of like, would you say, 20, 30 minutes tops? T- tops. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's... it's To me, um, and and to to kind of preface everything... This is one of the Star Trek movies that apparently the, 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 the community considers not to be as good as the others. I don't really agree. I felt this movie was fine. It's not as good as others. I but think coming off of two it's, and then to go to four, this one lacks it's, it's just, in the comparison to those other ones. It's stuck in the valley, in the, in the shadow. I guess, of ones. that trilogy, yeah. of that one story. Yeah, like, really, maybe. I don't find much wrong with this film. The, I don't, but you know, I like them all in yeah. some capacity. I even find good moments in one and five. Yeah. They're very few, but I can find them. Um, but to me, like the, the 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 larger criticism is that it's it's a high personal stakes film. Like everyone is really emotionally involved in in the story, but 
not a lot is really happening. The movie itself doesn't play like a, a 60 foot silver screen film. It plays more like like a two-parter episode. That's fair. I mean, there's there's no grand adventure in yeah. this one. They're not the, the, like, the, the stakes are strictly personal for them. Mm-hmm. You know, they got to save Spock. That's yeah. that's that's your plot, which is which is good, and we've definitely made the I think we've made the the complaint of like you don't have to save the world every fucking time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel that with this personal story of we got to like we at fir- it's at first it's we just have to get Spock's body or something like they don't even know he's alive for like half the film till they kind of get there, but they're still going there. Well, no, 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 no. They, they, and they, they're not. They leave Spock's body. Yeah. And and they don't know that. that Kirk, it, Kirk doesn't know that they need to retrieve the body until Sarek comes and tells him that you know the body can be replaced. Basically, like yeah. they can revive they can Spock. Upload with, Spock into it. Basically, new Spock body? does become Spock two point Like, yeah. which is kind of <laughs> a lot I mean, of books and fantasy stuff, but it is like, it, you know, he's got to get his Katra back, which they don't know Bones has. Yeah. They just know Bones is acting all kind of crazy. Because the movie picks up, you'd say, like a week after part two. Mm-hmm. You know, they come back to Spaceport, Space Dock, basically, above Earth. The Enterprise is going, being retired. Like, they're going to destroy it, basically, yeah. for parts. Everyone's bummed out. You know, Sarah comes and is like, you left my boy. And they're like, yeah. well... How the fuck are we supposed to know? You know, I'm not a Vulcan. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not like Spock's forthcoming with a lot of information. You know, also, when we know what happened in part two, my brother didn't have a lot of time. No. You know, he got to save the ship, which he did, you know. So the first act is really them just letting the audience know, like, here's the plot from here on yeah. out. We have to get the body off the Genesis and get it to Mount Soleus to get the, the Katra out of yeah. bones back into Spock. That's it. Now, what hinders all this is when we throw in Christopher Lloyd as the Klingon commander, Kirk, who wants the Genesis as a weapon. Did they ever really explain how the fuck he even knows about that? No. Remember, he, he's got the information from the female Klingon that killed herself? Yeah, but like, how did We don't any... know how she got it. Yeah, like, how does any of this even get out into space? I don't know, man. Those... A lot, of, a lot of rumors. Khan yeah. <laughs> sent out to a, a, a universe-wide sent, note. Sent a bid out or something. Uh, Things get out. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, so Doc kills his girlfriend. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, I don't know. They play it off as like you. Here's a here's a honorable sacrifice. Yeah. Because there's these two other guys who know what's going on. Um, I would like to remind uh, Klingon Doc that. You have beaming transporting technology. Beamer the fuck out and then blow them up. So we have Tits it, McGee rolling around for the rest of this movie. It is weird, though. that Well, this is before... You made a statement during the movie about their honor code. Yeah. Later in the flick when, when Kirk's son is killed. But this is kind of... We've only Pretty, seen yeah. the, the new Klingon kind of in the beginning of, like, I think the motion picture. Yeah. Or maybe part two. Like, this is the first real character of a Klingon since essentially the show yeah. that has been revamped. Yeah. You know, we got the bumpy head, the, you know, the more... The big armory The armory kind of. kind of stuff. And even in the part six, nature. when um, the Klingons 
come back. But part six, by the time six rolled around, next gen had started. Mm -hmm. So Worf really is the the godfather of becoming of Klingons the, how we know them now about the honor and all the the stuff. So like. The stuff that they do that's not very honorable in this movie is because they didn't it's really not think weird it's not time. weird yet because we're just like oh, whatever. But yeah, like, still could he have does. Transported your he girlfriend does. He does. Before you blew I, up the ship. Also, if you look at female Klingons, were not they did not look like Klingons yet. She they had weren't. little. She had little ridges. They yeah. didn't do the whole. She looked. She didn't look like Lurser and Bator, who looked like whore Klingon women with like big jugs and big. She had that know. that plunging V neck like but, they always do. Well, Klingons are not afraid of their sexuality. They will flaunt it like a nothing. I know? always, I always found that to be. I don't know. I don't know if "strange" is, is the right word, but well, it's a uh, different society. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe, and honestly, maybe that's just it's just a different culture that is just that much different. But I remember as a kid being like. More of this. Even when uh, Worf and Kalar do it in the holodeck, it is uh, like he's biting her hands and bleeding yeah. and shit. And, and was it when he married a Dax on DS9? Like they were constantly in the medical getting their bones treated because they like fractured bones, fucking yeah. and shit. Like, okay, you guys are right on. Hey, however you get down. Yeah, it's just, you Get on with your Fifty Shades of Klingon. <laughs> Fifty Shades oh, of Oh, fuck. Someone fanfic that and send it to us. Somebody You know what? You send that to Spooky. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to read that shit. Send it to Spooky at movieissues at gmail.com. I've, I've read enough Anne Rice in my time. I'm good. <laughs> that whole summer when I read the Sleeping Beauty trilogy and XD and I learned shit I didn't need to learn. I was like, oh, I guess you can stick pretty much anything up there. Uh, back to the movie. But, the, but Act 2 is essentially them stealing the Enterprise. Kirk... Yeah. Kirk needs to get to the Genesis Planus. Pl Planus? <laughs> That's what they call it on the south side. Mm -hmm. uh, so Kirk needs to get to the Genesis planet. And to do that, he's got to steal back the Enterprise with the help of Chekhov, Scotty, Sulu, Ahura, and Chekhov. Bones. Bones, yeah. Well, Bones isn't really helping as much as but he's he, coming yeah, along. He needs to be there. Yeah. He's the key master. He, essentially, yes. And, you know, we get some little tongue-in-cheek comedy of them running around the space dock, you know, beating people up, you know, yeah. doing, doing the, the shtick that we enjoy. That's what I kind of always like about a lot of the, the Trek is there's a lot of comedy added into the important things that are happening. You know, once they get the ship, that's when, you know, the, the Excelsior, which I don't really like that ship as a design. It's It looks exactly like the Enterprise. It just has a bigger bottom. They but it just really look, bugs me, They though. all kind of look like the Enterprise. I guess Come to on. some... I guess... It, a couple tubes I, in a disc, and they just keep putting them in different configurations. I'm not going to deny that, but sometimes you can make those tubes and discs look better than others. Like the Grisham to me looked dumb. Yeah, yeah, the science ship. Yeah. Most science ships always look really stupid. I'm I'll, I'm not going to not deny like, that. You have you have the disc, which I assume is like most everything that a person and, will walk and around. And they call it the saucer section by Whatever. the way. <laughs> So there's the pizza part. <laughs> and you got the two sausages on the side that make it go. The nacelles, yes. <laughs> and then on that one in particular, it swoops down to meet at the bottom, but there's no connecting the the, 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 the pizza to the bun. Mm -hmm. And 
So you have to go through like the engines to get it up to the saucer, or no one is going to the bottom. <laughs> I'm not saying it wasn't stupid. I'm just telling. I don't <laughs> I'm know. Just, I'm looking at it. I'm like, how do you get from there to there? <laughs> Somebody's got to go there. What if something breaks down there? <laughs> We're gonna stop and send some dude out in a suit. <laughs> sure. But I, I like I like the scene where they were the Scotty um, uh, sabotages the the yeah. Excelsior. It's funny. I mean, you love that it made the, the f- like the putt putt sound yeah. like a car, <laughs> <laughs> which is clearly not what it would sound like. like it but should, it is funny. It should have sounded like fucking like Axel Foley stuck a, a fucking banana in the tailpipe or something. <laughs> like it it putters out <laughs> like a fifty two Chevy Bel Air. It did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but on their way to uh, Genesis, that's when the Klingons decide to uh, uh, basically blow up the Grissom ship. Yeah. By accident. I mean, I mean, more or less, it was on accident. But that Klingon paid oh, dearly yeah. for his mistake of shooting, not shooting out just the weapon. He somehow got disintegrated. Now, being this is your first viewing of this, and I really kind of got you to watch this one strictly because they said, "Hey, you do know Doc Brown plays yeah. the evil Klingon." How did you feel about Doc Brown, who is the first Klingon that really set up how we look, talk, and feel? I mean, the language really wasn't invented until around this kind of yeah. flick. So, it's, how do how did Professor Plum act for you as as as, as the as Kirk, the Klingon commander? It is weird. <laughs> Doc, now, wait, is okay. it weird in? At the time, if you had seen this before, it wouldn't have been weird. No, it wouldn't have been weird. But in retrospect, yeah. 25 years later, it's weird. Because I'm only two when this comes right. out. Right. I'm just saying, to me, it was just like, oh, he's playing a part. Like <laughs> Because Doc Brown is such a beloved character to me, mm-hmm. and because Christopher Lloyd has such kind of specific tone in his voice and some of his mannerisms, and he's just such expressive eyes that I associate... All back to Doc Brown. His voice always sounds the same, no matter yeah. if he's doing a Klingon, Doc Brown, Fester. Uh, uh, except except uh, when he kills your brother, and he sounds just like this. Yeah, but before he becomes whatever that scary yeah. thing was, he Judge. just sounds like Christopher Lloyd. He does. Yeah, he yeah. always just kind of sounds the same, even as a rapey child molester and Dennis the Menace. He's still <laughs> Christopher Lloyd. Remember, um, he did that, y'all. <laughs> So so it's weird because I keep I keep trying to watch it as this Klingon commander, which right. at at some points I completely see only the Klingon. Mm-hmm. But then something happens. Then I get a little flash of Doc. So when I keep he, getting he does his over the top mannerisms. Yeah, kinda... or like real hard stares. Like anytime yeah. his, anytime his, his, his eyes, eyes get big, I'm like, there's the Doc. Yeah. I see him inside. <laughs> Uh, I I agree. I mean, I like his character. I mean, his character... uh, He's two-dimensional at best. He's not really a three-dimensional character as far as being a villain. He's very much... But like, twisty than the mustache villain. Like he, I mean, I'm not saying he's he's bad, but I mean... He's not dastardly, but... In the pantheon of Star Trek villains, he's kind of in my lower... Sure, sure. I actually think what is partially holding him back because he's kind of in 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 the earlier years at least he's a very big actor mm-hmm. very uh very physical like taxi and of course all the back to the future stuff um 
the fact that he's on a tiny set for almost the entire movie on the bridge of that of that warbird, mm-hmm. bird of prey, bird of prey. Um, I feel like it's kind of holding him back. He can never really stretch out without backhanding somebody else. Also, he's the commander. He's not going to leave the ship. True, but if I, it was bigger, I feel like he could have come across as more imposing. No, no, that's fine. I agree, but I'm just, I'm just saying that as his role would be in the movie and on a, yeah. a captain of the ship, he's not to leave. Like this, so the, I mean, his ordering men around. He, I mean, he only he goes on like two. He goes on the one away mission. Yeah, kills that weird thing, which I always used to freak me out as a kid because I was like, why, why would you go touch it? And then as I get older, oh, you're a Klingon. That's what you do. You yeah. go, you go poke that the bear. Like fun. Yeah. Oh, look, it could kill me. Yeah. Let's see it try. You Let's know? see if today is a good day to die. Exactly. You know, and then and then when he pops down. On the, the the surface at the end to have the fight with Kirk, that's it. Like he yeah. really doesn't have any interaction at all with no. anybody else other than but he, he the, is, the Klingon crew. He is being imposing. No, like, I'm I not never, saying he's not. Yeah, just, I, there, you know. There's no point in the movie that I don't find him to be menacing. Um and I also I I also at the very base level understand his motives. Yeah. He sees Genesis not as the life-giving yeah, thing. Some sort of weapon, which I don't understand how he would use it as a weapon. So, if he had Genif- the Genesis torpedo, he I could I guess fire he could it. put it at on Earth and yeah. it would just... Okay, and it would destroy everything. That's true. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, it, yeah. It, it, just, is, it is like an ultimate weapon. I guess he gets this rap for being a, ba- a really bad villain because, essentially, he does kill Kirk's son. But he's not that the one that does villainy. it. Yeah, but he's not the one that does it though. He, he gives, gives the, the order. order. Well, it's just some random Klingon that does it. He gives the order, and then David jumps in the way. David became essentially Kirk's son by yeah. sacrificing himself for the greater good. Yeah. Exactly what Kirk would do oh, yeah. and does when Kirk does die in generations. You know, but it is. It's just kind of a weird. But you, we did kind of chuckle at how Savick delivers the death. So, <laughs> it's just like so cold. She, she's a Vulcan. She doesn't have an emotional oh. speed. Like, Your son is dead. Like, okay. Now, how did you feel about Shatner's re- his reaction? I think that's the best acting he does in the movies when he falls at the chair. I do. Yeah, I do think that moment is is he's his, having a genuine I, character I, acting moment there. I I don't know whose decision or if it's on purpose or not, but the fact that he misses the chair mm-hmm. and falls to the ground. Feels very real. Yeah. And even the first two times he curses back to Clerg. Clark? <laughs> Clunk? Kurg. Kurg. Uh, the first two times I buy. The third time was too much. The third time is very much calm. Yeah. It, yeah, like I'm, I'm, yeah. By, by, by the second time, and I can see that it's there's going to be another one coming, yeah, yeah. I'm just waiting for another con. Yeah. And you made a statement at the beginning of the movie that you felt that he, he was very stiff. Like he would like like because Leonard Nimoy directed this, yeah. and you kind of felt like Spock was giving him line readings off the side. Like yeah. you like need anytime, to say it like this, you know. I feel like anytime Kirk had to be real emotional, it it didn't to me, which I have no acting experience whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But it felt like they weren't natural choices of Shatner's. That there was there was somebody else telling him how to do it. And he was miming that. It could be. I, I, you know, like if we weren't on the set. Yeah. We, we don't know. But 
I feel he was trying to do some sort of pensive I'm in pain acting. Like what that's he what, thought his idea to be un- unfortunately but, yeah, maybe it, through the, the Shatner filter, that's, that's what yeah. it looks like. Unfortunately, I'm so used to watching him in these things that it doesn't even phase me anymore that if he's good I think he's brilliant for what he does. <laughs> I, I think it's brilliant. Okay, I think okay. so, I think it's all his his choices where he decides to put a yeah. long Christopher Walken pause he's always, like He's always making choices. Like, it's 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 a weird like he's a calculating do, actor. Where do you decide to put the stop point? Like wow. where he I just whatever rhythm yeah that he decides to do. I I think it's genius. Cadence. Cadence is a good one. I mean, yeah. even in Boston Legal, he's making choices. I had someone shopped at the store who worked on Boston Legal, and and they were saying. I asked, I said, how do you get through a day with Shatner, like, so over the top or what? They said what they do is they do everybody else's coverage first. They have him stay on set and do line readings for whatever off-screen. Yeah. You know, he's on set doing his shit. They, they do everybody else's coverage. So by the time they get to his coverage, he's tired. So he's <laughs> down a little bit more than what he would normally be. Genius. And I was like, that's fair. <laughs> All right, so let me let me ask you this. But hold on, before okay, okay. I went to a taping where there was a uh, I don't remember the name of the show. He hosted TJ Hooker. No, no, he hosted a game show uh, for a little season. I think it was called Show Me the Money. I went to a live taping and we huh. sat in the front row. Like uh, I've met Shatner, and uh-huh. it was he talks that way in life too. Like even between cakes, yeah. they were like they're like, oh, Bill, do you want some water? No, I will. Wait till the next break. You know, you're just like, okay, so you're just like this all the time. Yeah. Like, or or have you convinced yourself to talk like this? He's doing it so long, yeah. he, he doesn't know how... All right, well. what was your question that I probably will yeah. or will not be able to answer? William Shatner. Correct. Well-known history as an actor and very specific style of acting. Yes. Do you consider him to be a good actor or simply a very entertaining actor. I consider him a very entertaining actor that has a body of good scenes. Mm-hmm. Like he makes acting choices in certain things that I think, oh, there he's a good actor. But overall, I feel he's an entertaining actor. Yeah. Some, I kind of feel the same with Nicolas Cage. Oh, like Cage he's, is, is an entertaining actor. Yeah, I don't think no, he's, he's a good actor. It's it's amazing. He has an Oscar, right? Yeah. Yeah, leaving Los So Vegas. does Marissa Tomei. So there's, you know, is there's sort of a lot it's, of people. It's it's incredible to to see Cage movies now and think, wow, 20 years ago he did something. Yeah. And it's not like he was good and fell off like walking at this point. No, who's he's Nicolas Cage always was a parody of himself. Yeah, just I guess in one perfect moment he did everything right yeah. to win an Oscar. Well, I mean, if you look at it this way, I mean, or um, Coppola bought it. Oh, so a lot of people got Oscars, man. Right? <laughs> but I, I, it is interesting to look at Shatner's performance in this. I think this is probably one of the better. I think his performance in this is good. And I think his performance in Star Trek VI is really good, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Six is my other favorite one. We will watch it eventually, we'll just because yeah, I, yeah. I like watching it. But I think he's good in that one. Um, 
I do agree that as he gets older in his acting, he has become a parody of himself. A lot but of he, those older actors have. They do. De Niro, think, Pacino, Walken, like they're... Nicholson, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're but all, out of all of them, though, I feel that Shatner has kind of embraced it. Oh, yeah. And I think he's okay with it. Like, he knows that he's very, very well known and this he knows is what, what he's going to be known for. He knows what the people are paying money for. Yes. And, and he gives that to yes. them. Yes, and he's, I think he's okay point, with think, that yeah. at this point. Um, do you, Now, when they have the final battle on the on the Genesis planet that's exploding, Kirk is kind of known for being the better fighter of all the captains. This is not the best fight, but it is also watching two middle-aged men kind of hit each other with sticks. Or they're stunt actors. Yeah, you can really tell they're oh, stunt yeah. guys on this one. It's, it isn't as bad as the TV show where you're like, Shatner, stunt, it's Shatner, not, stunt. But it's it is, not much better. It's not much like, better, it's, I agree. It's choreographed very weakly. It is. Um, yeah. Like, Although I did, I did say um, the miniatures in this movie look gorgeous. Everything and the Blu-ray of this is great. Like I think the tracking on the ships looks fantastic. Mm -hmm. The miniatures exploding at the. I love that set with the the ground breaking apart and the the steam and the fire coming up on it. That's that's a great looking set. But if it's not like one of those two three things, I feel like this movie. Has a relatively low budget compared to the other films. Yeah, sixteen million and eighty four. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's so that's because we it's spend... a low budget, but it goes a while. It goes a while. Well, a while sure, it, yeah. It's low budget for sci fi in the eighties. For, that's for still... Star Trek, yes, yeah. and yeah. Star Trek, it's really low. Like because we spend so much time in these small sets. Everything's a set. That's We're probably never why we spend so much time in the small yeah. sets because that's that's the only set. We're on the have. Enterprise set a lot. We're yeah. on the Klingon bridge set a lot, mm-hmm. and we're on the clearly set of Gen- uh, Genesis. Yeah. Um, I think the worst effect in the movie is that stupid puppet dog of Kirk's. It's rough. I just really don't. I, why I don't feel that he would have a dog. I. Erg. I don't know. I don't know. I feel as a as a Klingon warrior, the last thing you'd want to have to deal with is your your pet Targ or whatever the fuck no, it well, is. No, well, I buy I buy why like a warrior would have like a wolf or a pet, you yeah. know, something fierce like that animal. I assume is. I guess, but we never see it do anything. It never moves. No, and I guess that's my problem. It's like you wasted a lot of money making a poorly designed looking puppet. Yeah, that doesn't do anything except die. Yeah. And even then, like it falls like an action figure. Would like more, a, like I would knock over my action figure. Yeah. Like, oh look, yeah, it fell. Um, and like Christopher Lloyd has got a moment where like he's sad about it, but just sad as a Klingon can get. But it's it's not like that moment doesn't even fuel his rage to want Kirk dead even more. No. Like even though it's a, it's clearly a pet, even to them and their culture. You still could have at least used it to get a little more fire under Doc's ass to really get dirty. Yeah, he's not like John winking at or anything. Yeah. <laughs> he's not flipping a table like, Chuck, yeah. you know, he's just kind of like, oh, kill him. Um, you know, we we haven't we haven't ta- uh, mentioned it because I'm guessing at this point it actually doesn't even matter. John Larroquette is in the movie. He's just, uh, he's, I mean, John Larroquette, struggling actor, got a, yeah. a role as a Klingon. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's one of those. I was thinking, because my timeline just isn't accurate enough, like, oh, John Larroquette, he's going to be, like, number one to uh, to Doc Brown. He's, like, number three. I mean... Yeah, and you can 
You can see him well enough because he's got a pretty distinctive face. Mm-hmm. And you His can voice. definitely hear him. He has yeah. a very specific way of talking and, and tone. Well, I mean, the stars has got a lot of cameos in the movie throughout. I mean, people that are now have have gone on to a yeah. legitimate career or whatever, 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 but, but, I mean, it's... I don't know. The battle at the end is kind of weak compared to some of the other stuff. But, you know, considering they have a low budget. And the movie really isn't about the fight. It's about Spock. And, you know, and of course they get to Mount Soleus and they reboot him. And, you know, which does begs the question now, you know, because Spock is on the Genesis planet growing at an accelerated rate. He hits Pond He's fucking not Christie Alley. Yeah. Okay. So. Is that where we're going? Oh, yeah. We're we're going. Not Christie Alley. Like. Robin Curtis picks up the role of Savick because Christy Alley was doing Cheers or something like that. They could, yeah. So anyway, or Luke maybe she didn't want to. Maybe there was the. I think it was rumored they didn't want her to get pigeonholed as a sci-fi actress. I don't know some bullshit. Wait, so Robin Curtis takes over the role of Savick. Uh, she does an okay job. I mean, it, there's some odd choices with her hair, but that's that's fine. Yeah, but, it's nothing on her. No, not at all. Um. So she has to basically fuck Spock because of the Ponfar situation because his blood will boil if he doesn't, you know, release himself or whatnot. Now, as, as the educated Trek uh, person person on the podcast, I'll here, do my best here. I I understand Ponfar in in the general scheme of what it is and how Futurama has lampooned it to educate me further. <laughs> Which I'm pretty will, sure they're dead on on it. Yeah. <laughs> will he die if he doesn't nut? They, they go kind of crazy and yeah, yeah. De- death could happen. Okay. Yeah. It's not so much the nutting as much as the the release of energies. Like their blood will boil, basically. It's like a sickness. It's a weird way but to it's get all, it. But it's only every seven years. Like, sure. I mean, I'm sure they can have sex throughout the seven Probably, years, but they yeah. really need it at that yeah. seven-year gym. Here's the thing, though. There is some books out there or some... Th- uh, she's pregnant, probably. Like... Oh, you think... Like, wait, do you know or do you no, think... No, there was a subplot at one point where they were going to discuss it because in part four, she stays on the planet. Uh-huh. She doesn't go back to Starfleet. So there was always because of the rumor that they were going to do a little why subplot. Why she stayed? Why she stayed? She's pregnant with Spock's baby, but he doesn't know about it or some bullshit like that. Huh. You know, it would be a weird situation. And But my mind works and I was like, well, that would be a really good future tale. Spock's son's now in Starfleet. Son, New show. Son of Spock? Yes. Yeah. Oh, Star Trek, son of Spock. <laughs> <laughs> Next literal generation. <laughs> Star Trek, next literal generation. That's what I want to be called. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, there's always been the talk that like, there was going to be a subplot yeah. about it. It doesn't really, it's not important. That's but interesting. It, it's like, just interesting, that's all, for Star Trek kind of stuff. But. And I, I, I kind of feel it would deter too much. because And oh, turn Spock into a deadbeat dad. We don't want that. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's Kirk's job. Uh, <laughs> it's, the he movies, didn't know. Yeah, all right. <laughs> About that one. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I'm sure there's a couple others floating around. And some are green. (laughs) Some of them have cat ears. Some of them got forearms, whatever. Some of them are fish people. Uh, These movies already are so much about like Kirk and Spock or Kirk and his ego. Mm -hmm. Or like it's, it's always the supporting cast... 
I feel always get boned in these movies as yeah, far that's as kind really of the problem. Yeah, Ahura was in the beginning of the movie and the end for and a minute. End. Like she didn't even she wasn't even on the adventure. Yeah, and it it sucks because I was hoping we'd catch up back because because we watched four. I knew she's there, and I know this movie directly connects like two to three, three does to four. Like, yeah, there's this is the a trilogy in a six series. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was kind of waiting for her to kind of come back or maybe see a little more of how she put, you know, like the transporter, you know, boy in, in his place. Yeah. Like I was really hoping for more of that, more of Sulu and Chekhov and, and Scotty, but and, that's the, that's the problem with the movies as a whole is they're really not about the, the cast. cast. It's yeah. about those three dudes where the new movies, I think have very much done a better sure. trying of at least getting yeah. everyone to have a moment. Everyone has a moment. You can clear I mean, I think in Star Trek in the Darkness didn't have as many moments as the first one did. I mean, a Chekhov might as well not have even been in that movie. I forget he's in that movie until he has to save Kirk at one point. You're like, oh that's right. You're in the movie. They, they, you know? they easily could have written around him. It, it's him or like Sulu at certain points. Like once Sulu has that really cool speech about blowing up the planet or whatnot, yeah. like that's it. Like Sulu's done for the for the, for the for the show. Yeah. And that's nothing against the actors. It's just you no, know they only have so much screen time, and we had to suffer and and witness them remake us on the movie we already watched. So it's like why uh, spend a lot of time doing that bullshit. I love the rumor that Idris Elba could be in the, the third villain. I think that'd be awesome. I, Peg keeps shooting it down, but I'm like, shut up, Peg. Don't ruin it. <laughs> um, I love you, but shut the fuck up. I want Idris Elba to be a badass Klingon. I, you know what? I think he'd be badass Romulan. Yeah, but we haven't introduced the Romulans at this point. Why not? Well, we have. That's not true. But... But why not start? Like, granted... Well, no, the whole first Klingon. movie was about the Romulans. But oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> no, because we need new Klingons. <laughs> We and we kind of like that's kind of the clear direction that's, that it's gonna go. Yeah. Um, and also, I like Klingons. <laughs> and the, I liked what they were kind of doing in the uh, into darkness with how the kind the Klingons kind of were at least looking and they seemed it was okay. It I, seemed I, like it would a take good mixture. A, it would take me a little bit to get used to it. It seemed like a good mixture of like savage Klingon and. I don't want to say like original Worf. series. Klingon. Oh, I, you no, no. You're no, I'm saying of, like Worf and original series. You got a yeah. It's a nice mix. Like of those, yeah, like not quite as savage. I always Klingon. kind of felt that the, something else the Star Star Trek movies and, and you know even the Star Wars movies lack this too. Female villains. Yeah. It there's only one the Borg Queen. Granted, bitch had a long longevity as far as being a villain. Keep and, coming back. To keep coming movie. back in several different incarnations, but like. But if she didn't do well in the movie, no, you never, never would have found another female character. I mean, even in Star Wars, like, there's no female characters. Like, I actually got into a debate the other day about like what female characters are there: Leia and Padme and well, Mon Mothma. Well, like, are we counting just the movies? Then, yeah, yeah. I just, um, feel, I mean, granted, it's it, this is an old argument about how there's lack of female. Uh, care given in sci-fi other yeah. than say being like dr crusher coming in and you know giving some sort of medical jargon yeah. and then disappearing yeah. or fucking fuck all troy coming in yeah. I, I sense something yeah you know what like, we have eyes too bitch 
like it's sad. Is what I'm saying. It's insultive to sci-fi and to females. It it is because it's to this day it's still very unequally balanced. Mm -hmm. Um, But like that's why Ohura is such an important character. Not only a female, but also black. Leia is such an important character because also female and also black. Also black. Yeah. Uh, because before, <laughs> if anything needs to be said about Carrie Fisher, she is a strong black woman. Yes. <laughs> because like before these characters, there was none. No. It's, so yeah. they're they're the beginning. Now in opportunities like the prequels, we should have seen more equality. Yeah. Uh, and including the new Star Trek films, we should have had more equality. I get that they're yeah, trying Ahura to emulate. Became a big character, she did, she did though, become yeah. bigger, but then she kind of even loses some of the gusto from the first movie and the second movie because all she's doing is complaining about her relationships with Spock. Yeah, so she true. fails that weird test thing. Yeah, and um, and then they put the poor check, woman in the in the the underwear scene. Yeah, and that's not helping anybody. Which is just kind of like, uh, okay. yeah, like it's so obligatory. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean. The improvements just, are made, but they were clearly not. Hey, you know, Nebula. There's a good female villain, mm. and she's gonna come back for the sequel. That's gonna be awesome. So, I mean, like, I, and, I, I think I just, I just enjoy a good female villain. Mm-hmm. Like even the Bond movies, no straight up female villain in any of the movies. There's been like second in command, yeah. but never at the like the you feel, what, fuck it. Christoph Waltz is a female. That's the trick. He unzips it. Not only is he a female, but he's a Blofeld female, bald with an eye patch. Like, what if he's what if he's transgender? Uh, sure, that's something different. Yeah. It's outside the box. Yeah, yeah. Bond fans will not have it, but I'm telling you, I actually think it would be awesome. <laughs> I'm just saying. The more he protests about not being Blofeld, the more I'm like, mm-hmm. mm hmm. Yeah. He may not be. I don't know what they're doing over there. That's a whole other kit and caboodle, but I'm just saying. I don't know. Like, maybe they they just keep telling you he's not because he is, but they don't want you thinking you know the movie before you see it. I can tell you, even if I knew that was Ernest Blofeld, I probably wouldn't still know the movie. Probably not. Probably <laughs> not. But, like, the, the internet will fucking oh, break I'm, things. I'm aware. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anything else you got on Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock? Um, you know, fuckers don't poo-poo this movie. I, 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 t- I don't. You know, I don't. I know, I know yeah. you don't. But like, the you even told Captain America at Disneyland not to watch the the the, the odd number ones because that's the joke. Yeah, but he believed you because he's from the forties, man out of time. He doesn't know. That's right, I did. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the guy playing Captain America at Disneyland. Uh, Not as good as the Thor. No, that motherfucker was Hemsworth. As far as I'm concerned, that guy <laughs> could have been I his. Felt fucking, like he was real. That guy could have been his stunt double. I mean, he came down and was like, "Oh, lords and ladies," he flipped his hammer up. I was like, it's "Fuck, great. you are Thor." Yeah, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> you were like, "Can I hold a hammer?" No, <laughs> you're not worthy. Where's like, the goddamn arm off the wood? <laughs> I was like, "You're damn right, he's not worthy." <laughs> Let me touch it. Let me hold the hammer. I just <laughs> want to rub it a little. <laughs> oh, gross! I, you took it dirty. What? No, I just, <laughs> pol- I just want to polish his hammer. Oh, what's so weird about that? Oh, it's a lot of things. Uh, but anyway, that is us for this week. Uh, Star Trek Three: The Searchers Pock. I, you know, if you're a Trek fan, check it out. If not, yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, sci-fi movie. It's you at least see two, three, and four. If even if you're not a Trek fan, these are valued movies you should at least see in your lifetime. 
Uh, you know, you can reach us at movieissuesgmail.com. Find us on the Twitter, the Facebook, all the normal social media sites you are fully aware of. I will. I am Leland, and you are you are my Spock. So, you're you're number one. You no, know, I don't know if that how that would work out. You are clearly the Kirk in this situation. <laughs> I am kind of rough and tumble and ruggedly handsome. Yep, that's where I was going with all. Out of all the things Kirk is, mm-hmm. those are the three things I would use to describe you. Mm-hmm. Not whore-like. Oh, whoa, whoa! <laughs> those days are behind me, sir. Not, not mud clinch go. <laughs> <laughs> those days are long behind me. <laughs> I am very much Spock because I don't have emotions towards certain things, <laughs> like babies. Eh, little germ factories. <laughs> Alright, we will see you next week, people. Enjoy your weekend. Oh, and watch Daredevil. Trek on, fuckers. Trek on. <laughs> fuckers. So rude. <laughs> they, they know do. it comes from a place of love. May the force be with you. <laughs> May the force be with you. <laughs> <laughs>